Let's go talk about Michigan basketball. I mentioned Jerry Palm's updated bracketology this morning had Michigan in the NCAA tournament field. Still some work to do. I think if they split these last two games on the road and they finish 12-8 and eight in the regular season in the Big Ten, how do you deny them a spot in the tournament? Brian Bush is the voice of Michigan basketball. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. Welcome back, big guy. Hey, good to be here, Bill. Thanks for having me. Man, this team, what, a month ago, they were – they they were left for maybe not even making the NIT. Well, yeah, I think don't you have to be at least five hundred to make the NIT? They were eleven and ten at the end of January, and, and this has been somewhat out of nowhere. Yet at the same time, somewhat um, yeah, not expected, but at least within their range of outcomes. And you know, to your point about them being in or out right now, I'm I'm, I'm with you. If you can split one, I think you have to probably. Uh, avoid going over in Chicago and then just kind of root for a bunch of favorites come, you know, the rest of the, the conference tournament season. But uh, yeah, I mean, what this team has done in the month of February is, has been huge. And I think a lot of it stems from that duo in the backcourt of, of Kobe Bufkin and Doug McDaniel. That's just where I was going, man. McDaniel and uh, Bufkin, uh, the way they've emerged. And if you look at Michigan's success, Brian, I know you've seen it up close and personal, but it really has been about quality point guard play and strong shooting in the backcourt and the ability to take it to the rack. And Bufkin, when you look inside the numbers of going to the rim, as good as anybody in college basketball. Yeah, I mean, what Bufkin has done, his evolution has been a thrill to watch. He is such a special player. Uh, it seems like he's getting better every time he plays. And, and you talk about Doug McDaniel. You know, Michigan, outside of these last few years, they, they had struggled against Wisconsin and, and that, that unique pack line defense a lot of times because, you know, you had to have guards make shots. And, and not often do you have a point guard have a zero assist game and you say, boy, he played awesome. But that was Doug. I mean, he scored 20 points. He didn't force a whole lot unless it was necessary, right? Late in the shot clock. Didn't have a whole lot of, of other opportunities, but you know his assists have not been as high as they have been in the last few games. But he's scoring. He just he's making the right plays, and I, I I do think if you were to find the way to you know have some hockey assists in all of this, I think those hockey assist numbers have been really good for Doug as of late. That's a good sign for the totality of of the five on the floor that they've been able to to merge and come together in a way that you know they're not turning the ball over much. They're they're generating pretty good shots and. You know, against a team like Wisconsin, they they handed the Badgers one of their worst defensive showings of the of the season. They needed every last point in that, uh, but they found a way. And and you know, Doug's maturation over the course of the season has been just incredible to watch. Yeah, it sure has. Brian Bush, voice of Michigan basketball, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. And Jed Howard, uh, when he's been down in his injuries, and again, I never root for anybody to get hurt, but. The way Bufkin has stepped up, uh, Doug McDaniel uh, needing to score, penetrate, hit shots, uh, looking at Dickinson down low. I know Dickinson had the miracle heave to force that whiskey game into OT, but you know, you're Jed Howard, you're Juwan Howard, his dad, you're Martelli, Saudi, that staff. Uh, you really have uh, a good formula where Jed Howard now doesn't have to be your go-to guy. And I think that was part of the problem. A true freshman shooting more than Hunter Dickinson or Bufkin or McDaniel uh, was part of the problem with Michigan. And Jed now has to play on both ends of the floor. And you have the luxury of four offensive options now if you're Juwan Howard. 
Yeah, and I think what will be really fascinating to watch is how Michigan reintegrates Jed Howard. We don't know for sure if he's going to play on Thursday, but certainly based on the conversations uh, that Juwan Howard had in his postgame presser that he was, you know, clamoring to play on Sunday against Wisconsin, I think it's fair to say it's pretty likely Jet will go against Illinois. The, the J- Michigan needs Jet Howard to make a run into the NCAA tournament, and then if they do get there to, to go deep into it. But, you know, maybe it is refining a little bit of what his usage rate is, right? There are ways to say, hey, let's not have you be as ball dominant, but still that could open up just as many open looks, just as many opportunities. So you've seen Michigan reintegrate Terrence Williams the second the last few games, and, and T. Will has been a glue guy a dirty work type of a player much of his career. That next step offensively hasn't happened yet. So he's been coming off the bench and he's been plus been like what plus thirty eight in the last two games alone since he's come back from injury. So you know with Jet, it's gonna be up to the coaching staff to see, hey, you know, we this has worked without Jet. Now how do we highlight his positives and maybe mask a little bit of the of the issues here and there? There aren't many with Jet. Um, but, you know, take that usage down a tick or two. Maybe not play him 38 minutes, play him 33, 34, which might be a necessity because of the injury. There's a lot of those moving parts. And, hey, you know, March starts tomorrow. It really started on that Dickinson heave on Sunday afternoon. Uh, you, you find a way to win. And, and I think Michigan has some different strings they can pull and some things that are going to be tough for teams to prep for because they haven't done it the way that they've done it. Uh, like they'll have to here with Jet coming back, we assume, on Thursday. Yeah, a great point on Williams. I just was going to say the same thing, that he understands his role, and you see the team is better for it. And if Howard can understand that, when he's on, hey, man, uh, like the Iowa road game, let him just keep shooting. Uh, when he's off, he's got to learn to back off. And if he's hurting you on the defensive side of the floor, you got to find the right minutes, the right spot to get him in there. And that's a delicate balance more than Williams because Juwan Howard – uh, is his father, and you don't know if Jed is one and done. He doesn't look like a one and done guy to me. Buffkin looks more NBA ready uh, than Jet right now, but a lot of basketball left. You can follow Brian on the Michigan Basketball IMG Network. Uh, good stuff, Brian. Appreciate you stopping by the Huge Show. Always glad to do it. Have a good one.